You're listening to the Mess and Mercy podcast with Katie Sanders, where you'll be inspired to grow in your walk with Jesus and live out your God-purposed life by faith and obedience. Now, here's your host, Katie Sanders. to say the least um and it's today it's a bitter sweet um feeling for me because I have been outside of I'm just gonna have a really transparent conversation with you guys I've been outside of the Bible for almost a month now um I have not been that long without spending intimate time in Scripture in five years. I want to tell y'all a story about Gracie from from last year, and um, it's a message that God told me that I was going to have, and it was when school was in last year, so that tells you how long I've been holding on to it. Um, but over the last several months in in my own personal life, I've had, probably starting with the, the death of my mom and just being sure, absolutely sure that so many different things in my life were going to turn around after her death (laughs) and them not. And us have one hard thing after another hard thing after another hard thing happen with with life and with work and with with the kids um has just piled and piled and piled and to the point to where I couldn't be the God girl for a minute for just a minute I had to take a step back and try to assess reality as as it looked and gather again my biblical assumptions of what the the weight of some of these circumstances have felt like and regroup them in uh, in a biblical perspective it's been exceedingly difficult. There's never a time where scripture would recommend that you just not pick it up. We were getting ready for school one morning last year. And Gracie um, had some coins in her pocket. And she said that she was going to go and buy some chips. That's what she wanted to buy with her money. And Haston asked her if she would share her coins. And she told him, no. And I said, well, Gracie, what do you think Jesus would want you to do? And she said, well, I'm sure he would want me to share my money. But I don't know how much chips cost. 
And if I share my money, that I might not be able to buy chips. And so she didn't share her money. And to speed this story up, some time passes. I had a $5 bill in my wallet. We get in the car. We're getting ready to get into carpool. And I ask her again, Grace, are you sure you don't want to share that money? And she said, mm, I I'm sure. I'm sure because I don't know how much chips cost. But maybe, Mama, after I buy my chips, if I have money left over, tomorrow I could share that money with Hasten and maybe he could get some chips. But I can't share my money today, Mama. I don't know how much chips cost. And so, we, I pull out the $5. I give it to Haston. Tell him he can have all $5 and he can buy whatever he wants with it. And she becomes furious because she said if she had known that I had had that $5, that she would have shared her money. But she didn't because she didn't know how much chips cost. My sister texts me night before last. And she had found uh, what we would call a 10-piece in my house. Um, if you've heard me talk for any amount of time, we measure um, biblical truths in chicken nuggets. And every now and then, the Lord will give you a nugget, just what you need to get by. And when you really, really, really need it, he'll give you a 10-piece, and it's just what you needed. And she got her 10-piece, and I told her, yeah, I haven't been in the Bible in about a month. I feel like my heart wants to start in 1 Corinthians, but I've toted it around a couple of times. I've carried it to bed. I've walked it down the hall with me, brought it to the couch, but I haven't been able to open it because... So much is not like what I planned. And I haven't wanted to let go of some of those things, how some of those things look like. Um, what my mom's death, I would have thought at this point, would have meant something. And so I just haven't opened it. But Kristen had gotten a 10-piece, and maybe it was time for me to have one, too. So, the next night, I opened my Bible, and all of these things are going on, guys. You open up Facebook, and if somebody is not arguing about the vaccine and get vaccinated or not get vaccinated, we're praying for Afghanistan. We are divided in Trump versus Biden. There is constant division. It says to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ, called to be saints together with all of those who in every place call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, both theirs and ours, grace to you and peace from God, our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's just a greeting. Now, that's Paul's greeting. It's in, it's in all of his books. He opens his letters, tells you who's, he, who's he's addressing, and grace and peace be with you. It goes on and says, I appeal to you, brothers. I appeal, I make an 
urgent request, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. For it has been reported to me that there is quarreling among you, my brothers, what I mean is that each one of you says, I follow Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Y'all. How are we going to count the cost? I see so many people looking to see if making arguments about the end times, saying that the Bible is unfolding before us, but we want to talk about the end times, but we don't want to talk about repentance. We want to talk about how the world is coming to an end and how our administration is making terrible choices and that that nations are, are, are falling apart, that our nation is falling apart, but we don't want to look at ourselves. We have this one-mindedness one that is not of Christ. And that feels so heavy with all of the things that are going on in the world right now, with with the the citizens stuck in Afghanistan, with the virus taking its you know COVID hospital admissions are at their peak in Mississippi since the pandemic started, like things are getting worse. Maybe it's the end times. Maybe it's not. But what we do know is that there is a time where there's not going to be any more time. And why would we count the cost? Knowing when that day is going to be, when the Bible says that we will not, nobody will know the hour. Why plan for the end of the world? when you might not make it through the end of the day. <laughs> Is Christ divided? Is he pro-vaccine or, or not? Is he Biden or Trump? Is he Afghan or American? No. He is one God. In all authority, begging for the surrender of his people, all people, to be reconciled to himself. Is Christ divided? Are we counting the cost? Are maybe tomorrow we'll decide to do better? Maybe tomorrow, if I have anything else left over, I'll give it. When we are standing on the other side of judgment, 
you're not going to be able to say, well, if I had known that today would be the day, I would have. Do you feel that? The heaviness of that. The weight of that. Christ is not divided. He is, is of one spirit. He is positioned for one way. Have we counted the cost? As individuals, not as a nation, not 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 as as a people group, not not even as individual families. Have you individually counted the cost? It's not going to matter what people group you stand with, what person you voted for, if you got the vaccine or if you did not. It will matter if you counted the cost of what it will take to reconcile yourself, your heart, to Christ. I don't know how much chips cost. I don't know how much chips they bought that day. I don't know if Gracie ever got her chips or if Haston bought ice cream instead. But I do know that salvation is too expensive to waste time not knowing. My dad died in his 30s. My mom died at 50. There are people dying every day younger than I am from COVID, from wrecks, from accidents, things that you never anticipate on, things that you never plan for. I don't know how much chips cost is an expensive, expensive thing when it matters for eternity. And I just pray that we open our eyes to the division, to the reality that this stinks and there are bad things here because we are bad people. You and I, we are all, we have all fallen short of the glory of God. And we all have an individual choice to make. And I'm not talking about our vaccination status. Don't wait until you see signs of the end. Because it may come. But it might come after your day has already passed. Dear Heavenly Father... I come to you, God, with a burdened heart. Not for the pandemic, God, or, or for our nation, for Afghanistan, God, but for people, for your people. God, that we would see the magnitude of your plan. That we would remove our expectations from you, Lord. That we would still come to your feet 
when you have plans that are not our own, God, I pray that our hearts would be burdened, that our souls would be hungry for you, God, and that we would not turn away from you because you give us an answer that we don't desire, God, but that our number one desire be you. Lord, I pray, I pray for repentance, real repentance, God, that, that understands that we are not worthy, we are not good. I am not good, Lord. I thank you, God, for the opportunity at forgiveness, Lord. But I, I implore us all that you would just compel our hearts, God, to count the cost of what it will mean if we don't. You have already paid the price, God. And we thank you for that. We love you for that, God. These things we ask in your name. Amen. If you were encouraged by today's message, hit subscribe and meet us here again. Or head on over to Katie's website, messandmercy.com, to find more encouragement like free devotionals, Bible studies, and the blog. Thank you for tuning in to the Mess and Mercy podcast. We hope to see you again.